Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Well, what I do is uh, I look a woman up and down, and I say, Hey, how you doing? And I hope you're doing well, everybody. This is Jim McCarrens on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals, bringing you the good, the bad, and the TV. The year is 2009. It's the International Year of Natural Fibers. I'm just saying. In 2009, Barack Obama is sworn in as the country's first African-American president. Swine flu, otherwise known as H1N1, is declared a global pandemic. Rio beats out Chicago, among other cities, as host for the 2016 Olympics. Bernie Madoff pleads guilty in his massive fraud Ponzi scheme. And five miles out of its LaGuardia takeoff, U.S. Airways Flight 1549 lands in New York's Hudson River due to engine failure, with Captain Chesley Sully Sullenberger at the helm. All 155 people on board survive, and the country has a new hero who looks like Tom Hanks in a gray wig. The Steelers take the Super Bowl in 2009. The Pittsburgh Penguins snag the cup. The Lakers rule the NBA, and the Yankees notch another World Series. Scottish singer Susan Boyle triumphs on Britain's Got Talent TV show and then conquers America. Contestant number 43212 wows the judges with her live audition on the show, becomes a worldwide viral sensation as a result, and then parlays her success into the year's best-selling album in this country. It's called I Dreamed a Dream. And did she ever. In the TV world, struggling fourth-place network NBC has a dream, too, for a better primetime lineup as it approaches the start of the 2009-2010 TV season. Show of hands. Who's got the word nightmare in mind now for what possibly happens instead? The dream slash nightmare is called The Jay Leno Show. The Jay Leno Show is essentially Jay Leno's Tonight Show, the late-night talk show he's been hosting for 17 years, just in a new primetime time slot. It'll air every night at 10 o'clock, replacing all the scripted programming and or datelines that NBC usually runs in the hour, right before local news. Though it's not called The Tonight Show, it should be noted, since The Tonight Show is still seen every night after the local news, as it has been for decades. Instead of Leno, however, Conan O'Brien is sitting in that chair. It's a new TV era for NBC, the network's leader's trumpet. Popular Leno is leading into the all-important local news every night. Fresh, new, and young Conan O'Brien is coming out of it every night. NBC has never looked better going into the new season. Everything is going to work out fine. Everything doesn't work out at all for anyone. But note the asterisk there after the word anyone. More on that in a minute. While it should go against anyone's grain to quote or even just to rely on Wikipedia for official documentation on a subject, it seems fair to say that when it comes to this particular chapter in TV history, two sentences from the site's page related to it sum it up quite adequately. The first is this, quote, the program was the result of a compromise by NVC Universal's then CEO Jeff Zucker to keep Jay Leno with the company following his retirement from The Tonight Show and his replacement with Conan O'Brien, end quote. Key word there, compromise. 
The second sentence is this, quote, The Jay Leno Show was also intended to provide NBC with an alternative to the high-cost scripted dramas airing by competing networks in that time slot. The network believed that the lower cost of production, in combination with product placement deals, meant that the program did not necessarily have to be highly viewed in order to turn a profit. End quote. Keywords. Alternative. Lower cost. Profit. Because nothing says good TV better than low-cost compromise that doesn't have to be watched with product placement. The HMOization of broadcast network television continues to play out. Each network's transformation into an EMO, or entertainment maintenance organization, accelerates. Minimum done, maximum sought. The Jay Leno Show is on the handbook's cover. The show comes to NBC in 2009 because back in 2004, the powers that be at NBC promised later at night host Conan O'Brien that in five years he can move up an hour and take over as host of The Tonight Show, period. And now the five years are up. Leno, well, he knows about the promise, but when push comes to shove off, he doesn't want to leave. He's still enjoying his role, and the show is doing very well. If forced to yield to Conan, comes the insinuation, he'll go to another network possibly even one that has him competing against him. So there. Not wanting that to happen, NBC executives hatch a plan to keep him happy and at the network and to keep its promise to Conan at the same time. The idea, give Conan the Tonight Show as promised, but give Leno his own new show in prime time, doing what he's already doing in late night, just under a different title, to which his faithful will follow and by which his ego will be sated. In fact, the idea extends since the 10 o'clock hour in primetime is a bit of a ghost town these days, with no scripted series really generating the kind of ratings that the ERs or the Law and Orders once make in that time period. Why not air Leno every single night of the week? Just like he airs on The Tonight Show, only it's not called that. It's a win-win. It seems important to note here that while Uh, All this discussion is going on. At no point during the process does it seem to be said that anyone thinks this makes for good TV, that there's something here for people to watch who normally watch NBC at the hour, that it's a good idea for anyone except for NBC, Leno, and O'Brien. It's a risky move, says Gary Levin at USA Today, that the network unravels aimed not only at cutting costs, but also at keeping Leno from defecting. So, The 2009-2010 NBC schedule is unveiled with zero dramas at 10 o'clock. The last hour of primetime, leading into the all-important local news. Zero. No Law & Order, no ER, no Homicide, no L.A. Law, no Hill Street Blues, no St. Elsewhere, not even Dateline. And off it goes come September. The new 2009-2010 NBC schedule with new scripted series, Community, Mercy, Trauma, and Five Nights a Week of Unscripted, Jay Leno. If the Jay Leno show is essentially the same Tonight Show he does at late night, but under a different name, which it is, the ratings are logically the same too, which is to say low. But low in late night is okay. Low in prime time, leading into local newscasts, Low is in roughly 25 to 30% lower than the programming normally scheduled here? That's not so okay. Suddenly, the theory going in that viewership doesn't have to be high 
to make money is ringing a bit hollow because viewership is very not high. And what NBC is really making is enemies of its affiliates, where the 11 p.m. newscasts are suffering as a result. Again, from USA Today. Leno's ratings, quote, drew complaints from affiliates and helped fuel the latest drama to beset the struggling fourth-place network. Stations' late local newscasts, which deliver a big chunk of the profits through TV ads, were hemorrhaging viewers. Meanwhile, O'Brien's late-night ratings were a little more than half the total that Leno had claimed last season, ending NBC's 15-year run in first place in the late-night time slot. End quote. So, lose-lose. The fall and early winter of 2009 unfolded NBC under the cloud of something called the Leno Effect, writes Michael Malone in a broadcasting and cable retrospective 10 years after the fact. Everyone and everything involved in the experiment, the network, the affiliates, the Tonight Show franchise after 60 years, producers and writers of what could have aired at 10 p.m., Leno, O'Brien, all of them, losing. The only slight winners, those viewers who have left broadcast television as a result and gone to basic cable, according to Nielsen Research. They find storytelling elsewhere, and many don't come back to network TV. This at the dawn of a whole new decade and a new kind of TV experience that affects all of TV, called streaming. By January of 2010, NBC throws in the towel, announcing that following the all-important Olympics in February, which will eliminate all programming for a few weeks, as it also gooses ratings considerably, Leno will return to where he works best, right after the local news. Everyone involved will move on, and everybody will go back to being happy. Everyone except Conan O'Brien, that is. He's waving hello from the set of The Tonight Show, where he is the contractually bound host. Hello, he says, after the January announcement. Remember me? NBC waves back, offering Conan a map with directions to his new time slot, 12.05, right after Jay Leno. But relax, it tells him. His show is still called The Tonight Show. He's still the host, just at a different time. Conan then replies with a single finger wave. He ain't going anywhere, just because Jay Leno happens to have failed elsewhere and now wants his time slot back. He issues a statement to the press. Quote, Six years ago, I signed a contract with NBC to take over The Tonight Show in June of 2009. Like a lot of us, I grew up watching Johnny Carson every night, and the chance to one day sit in that chair has meant everything to me. I worked long and hard to get that opportunity passed up far more lucrative offers, and since 2004 I have spent literally hundreds of hours thinking of ways to extend the franchise long into the future. It was my mistaken belief that like my predecessor, I would have the benefit of the sum I would have the benefit of some time and just as important, some degree of rating support from the primetime schedule. Building a lasting audience at 11:30 is impossible without both. End quote. The final kicker, he says, the Tonight Show at 12.05 simply isn't the Tonight Show. Ouch. As it happens, 2009 is also the year of the gorilla, according to the United Nations agency known as UNESCO, which seems appropriate because Jay Leno is NBC's 800-pound version, and he wants what he wants. He ain't going anywhere except back to 11.35.
So, Conan O'Brien refusing to play a role in what he sees that can only lead to the destruction of The Tonight Show enters into settlement discussions with NBC. He'll go, but for a price. And Leno can have both the show and the time period back. The net-net, Conan leaves the network, the Olympics go on, Leno resumes his hosting of The Tonight Show in March of 2010 when they're over, and NBC pretends the whole thing is a Bobby Ewing dream. Which leads to the asterisk connected to the earlier statement that the whole Jay Leno experiment doesn't work out for anyone. It actually works out okay for one person, Conan O'Brien, who for his short stint as the fifth host in the long and storied history of The Tonight Show is paid $45 million. And not long after, he signs a ginormous deal with TBS to host a late-night talk show opposite Jay Leno. Pundits use words like embarrassing and public relations disaster to describe the silly NBC chapter. Years later, a WTF podcast with Leno says, quote, the supervillain of the late-night talk show universe is quite comfortable, financially and otherwise, with his notoriety. You got to believe. Hey, send us some questions and feedback and suggestions on this or any future broadcast. Send them on Twitter at Believe Podcast or at Believe.com. That's also where you can get information on advertising on any Believe show, including this one. Go to the platform of your choice and download The Good, The Bad, and The TV. Try Apple, where you can subscribe and rate us. Spotify, where you can follow us. Just plain listen for a new drop each Thursday. On these sites or on Stitcher, Luminary, TuneIn, Google Play, or the ones that will probably be invented after I record this. Be sure to like the show all over your social media, too, assuming you do. And I hope that's the case. I'm Jim McCarrens. We'll talk again. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.